It is zero hour thirty, universal time. Here is the news in special English. A son of former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi told a Syrian television station late Wednesday that forces loyal to his father would fight to the death. Saif al-Islam Gaddafi said his father is fine and that he and other family members would never surrender. However, another son of Muammar Gaddafi had a different opinion. Al-Sa'adi Gaddafi told Al-Arabiya Television that he is ready to talk to anti-Gaddafi forces to stop the violence. He said he was speaking with his father's permission. Also Wednesday, the New York Times reported that Libya's National Transitional Council believes Mr. Gaddafi is in Bani Walid. The desert town is 200 kilometers southeast of Tripoli. Officials have given Mr. Gaddafi and his forces until Saturday to surrender. Reports from Syria say government tanks and troops have re-entered the city of Hama. The troops are reported to be arresting people in a new campaign against opponents of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. Rights activists and civilians say gunfire was heard in Hama on Wednesday. They said hundreds of Syrian security forces entered the center of the city on foot after leaving their buses on the edge of Hama. They said the forces searched two neighborhoods and asked by name for activists involved in five months of pro-democracy demonstrations. Separately, a British-based human rights group said 360 Syrian civilians were killed during the holy month of Ramadan. 113 government forces were also killed. Sixty-six American soldiers have died this August in Afghanistan. That makes August the deadliest month for American troops since the war began ten years ago. More than 390 international troops have been killed in Afghanistan so far this year. Taliban fighters are increasingly using homemade bombs to attack both security forces and Afghan civilians. Nigerian officials say a man with links to al-Qaeda helped to plan the bombings at the United Nations headquarters in Abuja. Twenty-three people were killed in the attack last week. The Nigerian State Security Service announced Wednesday that Maman Noor planned the attack while working with Ismail Kwaljima and Babagan Mali. They are all members of the Islamic group Boko Haram. Nigerian officials are searching for Maman Noor. Ismail Kwaljima and Babagan Mali 
were arrested five days before the attack. The State Security Service said it had received intelligence about a possible attack in Abuja three days before their arrest. The service did not say why it was unable to prevent the attack. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The rights group Amnesty International says several of its delegates were expelled from Ethiopia this week. The delegates had met separately with two opposition leaders who were later arrested. Amnesty says it is worried the opposition leaders Bekele Gerba and Olbana Lalisa were arrested because they spoke with the delegates. The rights group says Ethiopian officials have denied the claim. The government has charged Mr. Gerba with involvement in a banned rebel group. The charges against Mr. Lalisa are not clear. The Sri Lankan government has ended wartime emergency laws, but the government began new rules that permit it to continue holding suspects detained during those emergency laws. The new measures are part of the Prevention of Terrorism Act. Justice Minister Rauf Hakim said that about 1,200 people detained under emergency laws would probably soon be freed. Later, Attorney General Mohan Peris announced that no suspects would be released. Sri Lankan President Mahinda Rajapaksa announced the decision to end the emergency laws last week. The president said the laws were unnecessary because the country's civil war ended in 2009. In the eastern United States, many people are still recovering from Hurricane Irene. Emergency workers have started flying food and water to thousands of people in the northeastern state of Vermont. Floodwaters damaged and destroyed roads and bridges, cutting off several communities. In New Jersey, emergency workers rescued hundreds of people from flooded homes. Officials are blaming Irene for at least 48 deaths in the United States and the Caribbean. Now another large storm is moving across the Atlantic Ocean. It is possible that tropical storm Katia could grow stronger and soon become a hurricane. A new report says that nearly 10 years after the September 11th attacks on the United States, the country is still not as safe as it should be. The report was released Wednesday by leaders of a committee that investigated the attacks. 
The report says improvements have been made, but there are still big problems in the country's security. The report says American airports could still be easily attacked and need improved methods for finding explosive devices. The report also expressed concern about security on the Internet, intelligence gathering, and terrorist detention policies. Tennis champion Venus Williams has dropped out of the United States Open competition after winning her first match. She announced Wednesday that she is suffering from Sjogren's syndrome. The disease causes the body's defense system to attack glands that produce saliva and tears. People with this disease may also experience tiredness and muscle pain. Ms. Williams says she is thankful the cause of her health problems has finally been identified, so she can pay attention to getting better. And now briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. A son of former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi says that forces loyal to his father will fight to the death. Reports from Syria say government tanks and troops have re-entered the city of Hama. And Nigerian officials say a man with links to al-Qaeda helped plan the bombings last week at the United Nations headquarters. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.